Welcome to Bed Knobs and Broom Flicks, the podcast that talks about witches, man witches, warlocks, sorcerers, and other magic practitioners in movies, television, comic books, books, and just about everything. We also talk about, at times, heroic and just plain awesome animals as our fear familiars and witches in history. Sorry, this show will include spoilers. You have been warned. My name is Jane, and I am slowly descending into food madness. Oh. <laughs> you should see what I'm eating right now. I mean it's it's healthy, but it's 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 kind of weird. <laughs> My name's Linda and I'm slowly descending into porn madness. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so for today's episode we are covering uh season two, episode five of Chilling Avengers Sabrina Blackwood. And whoo boy, I there are things I still can't talk Ooh. about. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have to admit that in the um, opening segments of uh, uh, Diddy Blackwood... I was wondering if you had to pause and take a long pause at Shirtless Blackwood. I, I actually mean, had that written down as a note. I was like, ask Linda if she took a long <laughs> pause at the Shirtless Blackwood scene. That was a note. <laughs> I stopped the show so I could write that. (laughs) I was watching and I was like, oh, (laughs) oh, I'm into this. Oh, okay. All right. (laughs) And then the weird sisters come in and ruin it for you (laughs) with all their fucking weird sisters, man, with all their talk of prophecies and dreams and. I mean, it's okay. Cause, uh, you know, um, Prudence is prudence can uh, walk in anytime. I'm okay with that. Well, yeah, it's <laughs> she didn't ruin anything. No, that and of course the the prophecy is just great about the the spellman's father and beware the spellman's father. Be Will Sabrina. It's like mm hmm mm hmm yep. <laughs> <laughs> you almost have to kind of yep. wonder if um again I I know all the answers so I'm I'm have to stay very silent about their prophecy um but I almost have to wonder if he's just sitting thinking like maybe they're just jealous maybe I don't have to worry about this <laughs> and to be fair with the way like um but god and I feel so bad during this scene because you know Prudence is like hey you know um can I can I have the Blackwood name and not be you know an orphan anymore and <laughs> Blackwood shuts her down. <laughs> really bad. Oh yeah. Like, yeah, he he says some oh she's worried that now that um Sabrina's gonna be part of the family by marriage, she's worried that she will take the Blackwood name, which doesn't really make any sense, Prudence, because I mean she's she's her niece. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, but whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was thinking the same thing. Kind of like, okay, let's talk about uh, family members twice or three times removed <laughs> and how that usually works. <laughs> I don't think Prudence knows how families work, but um, to be fair, she doesn't. That's okay. Yeah. I mean, she is an orphan, so that's cool. Um, <laughs> but, we know uh, how yeah, families he... work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, now I feel like an asshole. I know. But but she's like he he oh he 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 slaps her in her place pretty bad when he says, uh, "No, that would be silly. That would be like 
having you be a Blackwood. Yeah. <laughs> she has as much claim to the Blackwood name as you do. Which is like, ouch, <laughs> she's Damn. your blood at least. <laughs> uh, yeah, seriously. But I mean, you know, it's it's Diddy Blackwood. So I mean. Oh, yeah. He's not the most considerate. Yeah. Oh, um, we're going to have to cover these at some point. But I'm currently reading the first uh, prequel book in the Sabrina series. And they get into oh, yeah. some parts about prudence. And oh, it's. It makes some of these episodes a lot sadder. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I don't want to spoil anything because we're going to be reading them later. I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> Listeners, I don't know if I mentioned it because uh, it's been a while since we've covered Sabrina, but um, I don't know if I mentioned it before. But the uh, the woman who plays uh, uh, Prudence, Tati Gabrielle, mm-hmm. I believe. Uh, yeah, she is in you, and um, it's it's really refreshing seeing her play a different character. You mean not a uh, starting out stereotypical mean girl, but <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, she's she's still you know gorgeous as usual, but oh, of course, um, she's different. Yeah, um, but yeah. But it's, yeah, and so, you know, Blackwood waves off the weird sisters being like, oh, don't be silly. Like, I have, I have protections and I have protocols or whatever. <laughs> I use protection. Yeah, he doesn't I'm have protection. having another child. <laughs> I'm sorry, is there like a rune or something they can tattoo on their parts? To <laughs> well, I would, oh, Jesus. Pregnancy? I was more thinking, like, you know, he has everything planned out. Not that. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's okay. You're loopy today. <laughs> I am a little bit, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. I'm just, like, beyond tired. I've had, like, 13 hours of sleep, and I'm still, like, loopy tired. Ow. And my cat is clawing my, my uh, lap right now, so... But anyway, so I want to, and then so we switch scenes over to um, uh, all of them making what I'm assuming are favors for the wedding. Okay, yes, they're making favors for the wedding, which uh, I I wrote down a note. I want to know, listeners. I I so badly want to hear your opinions. Um, what do you think are in the favors, the wedding favors? <laughs> Because remember, it's a satanic wedding, so <laughs> and it's 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 Sabrina, so I mean it's going to be a little, let's face it, a little bit hokey. Um, I want to know. Well, considering some of the stuff that they do during the ceremony, I'm like, mm-hmm. there might be some mortal body parts in there for all we know at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe some like nice um, uh, cigarette ring holders well that would be too you know that'd be too common <laughs> has to be like unique i mean this is the black this is a blackwood spellman marriage i'm assuming that it's and it's going to be blessed by the um anti-pope when i was a kid i really really wanted a ring that um that you could open and there'd be poison in there <laughs> to poison anybody i just really wanted one of those rings because they're nifty i'm not saying why i want it but i really want the uh rosary crucifix from cruel intentions <laughs> yes i was like oh, damn somebody carved that out for her <laughs> <laughs> they're so 
that too. <laughs> like that's not something you just randomly like, you know, buy at like a head shop even. Somebody had to make it. <laughs> she went to Spencer's. <laughs> <laughs> this is just for your non champa now, sure. <laughs> <laughs> for your tobacco needs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I will say this. I I mean, because Ambrose is still re- um you know, because uh, he lost Luke and everything in the last episode. And he's he's going through, like, my, uh, not my current diet, but, like, some of my diet things where it's just like, I don't know what to eat. Peanut butter? Jar of peanut <laughs> butter sounds better than anything else. He's just scooping up. I'm like, Ambrose, I get you, buddy. I get you. It's okay. I could not, like, take my eyes off of that. And I was thinking, like, now that's a fucking meal right there. Oh, no. I was thinking, like, you know, protein, a little bit of sugar. I mean, I'm not going to pretend that I haven't had, like, uh, peanut butter right out of the jar either. Although I I hate the fucking peanut butter that you got to stir. Oh, like, yeah. I don't want to have to work for this shit. What are you doing? What are you giving to me? What What, what is this? I, I always Bullshit. think that's what it is. I always think it's a trick because they're just like, oh, yes, yeah, so it's because the oils and the peanuts separated. It means it's healthier for some reason. It's like, no, no, it's it's still the same exact. <laughs> <laughs> so, it is a, it's a trap. I mean, I know that like like Skippy and like Jif are loaded with a bit more sugar in it, which, by the way, yeah, if you guys yeah. want a timestamp right now, listeners, we're now in the middle of a peanut butter crisis. <laughs> So we got baby formula and peanut butter crisis at the moment for understanding where we are in history. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. I think it was like. Oh, and uh, Jif had like a salmonella. That's what I mean by a peanut butter crisis. If, I don't know if you've yeah. gone to the store lately, but man, there is not a lot of peanut butter on those shelves. And that was like no. all these like lists of saying like, here are the items that have been recalled. I'm like, okay. So yeah, I was like. Which is how we ended up with this crappy ass oily peanut butter. <laughs> god damn it i remember dating somebody who was always into like the fresh um the fresh made one like the ones that come out of um the machine and stuff i'm just like yeah i just since no it's at some point i just feel like you're just being pretentious so fancy (laughs) we're gonna get we're gonna get letters (laughs) Uh -uh, sorry like i said i understand some of these have sugar in them but i'm just like yeah most of them do I like to get a mortar and pestle and get the peanuts. <laughs> work for it. <laughs> I got to work up an appetite first. <laughs> I got to know that I really want it. <laughs> oh, but sorry. Anyways, um, yeah. So Ambrose is yeah. going through his um is going through his depression. I did write down a random note just because I thought it was funny the way they kept calling it the anti-pope. I was like, you know, there's a couple of alt-right conspiracy theorists who call the current pope that. <laughs> I'm like, I every time I looked at them and going like, yeah, yeah, they're kind of, I'm not saying they called it, but at the same time, I was like, yeah, I've heard that, I've heard that name a couple times directed at the current pope and it's not a compliment. But uh, speaking of which, I was so incredibly happy to see that the anti-pope is played by Ray Wise. I knew you'd be happy about that. I was like going like, I recognize I'm I'm really bad with like names of actors. So I'm like, he's been in stuff I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> well, he played Satan in uh, the short lived uh, series Reaper. Mm-hmm. I think it was short lived. Um, and uh, so I was really happy to see him 
playing uh, playing Satan again. And now that I'm thinking about it, I think Reaper may have been another CW show, but I'm I, I don't quote me on that because I'm not sure. But um, I mean, it may have been, but just remember, CW has gone through like a lot of um, name uh, changes. Yeah. <laughs> they were the WB. <laughs> And uh, for a while before being CW. Was it like UTV or something? I can't remember. I can't remember either. But I mean, <laughs> they had the Gilmore Girls and um, which he was on the uh, seasons, I think, or uh, Year in a Life. But uh, he was, of course, on Twin Peaks. Mm hmm. Um, he's motherfucking Ray Wise and I love him. And, uh, he was in the first swamp thing too. So, yay. Ah. Ray Wise. Um, Ray Wise, everybody. Yep. And, um, let's see here. Oh yeah. Something else I want to say. Can can I make a comment on this? Um, is it weird to see Zelda hanging laundry? That seems like such a Hilda (laughs) thing. She was like hanging up sheets and I'm just like, Why? What? I was like, yeah, because I, I think you're right. Like, I didn't think about it before, but yeah, like Hilda's more the homebody who like, who's like the domestic. Yeah, the homemaker. One. She's the homemaker, yeah. stay at home um, parent and everything. And Zelda's the social climber, but she's out there just hanging yes. sheets. And of course, while she's hanging sheets, she sees the uh, ghost of Constance Blackwood in the uh, cemetery. Yeah, Daddy Blackwood's um, deceased wife, mm-hmm. who uh, is also the mother of his children. Yes, well, the the one girl that uh, nobody seems to want to check on, even after Zelda <laughs> was given that horrible vision of the child being consumed, and I was like, and I think they walked away with the wrong uh, lesson from that. <laughs> so I still think they walked away with the wrong lesson of that. But that reminds me too that. Uh, this episode really kind of proved that that um, that episode wasn't completely filler. Yeah, no, there's there's some there there's some stuff, but at the same time, like when you're first watching, it's like I feel like there were other parts of it that just made it feel more yeah. fillery than well, like Sabrina's episode. Yeah, her mistrust of Nick and part. Yeah, I mean, I could tell that um, that that. Um, Lilith is trying to make it so she doesn't trust anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but and and I get that, but at the same time, it's just yeah, very filler. Yeah, and and speaking of Lilith, they go back to a scene where Lilith is in her house talking to Stolas, and I like I said, I I know I know what happens later, but at the same time, every, I was watching going, like, you know, she always seems to be conniving against satan but at the same time i don't know what her whole what if she was what was her full plan when it came to using sabrina because <laughs> i know what she i know what satan yeah. wanted to do but it never plays out on what was her thought process during this particular time with sabrina so it's just bit- yeah she's telling stola she wants to push sabrina to um fulfill the prophecy of bringing down the church of night mm-hmm yeah, it's like, it's, is that her thing, or is that Satan? I mean, is that to her own desires? Yeah, or Satan's? Well, because you saw it in a previous episode that she's kind of getting when when um Blackwood wrote his own play. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the the suppression of women, and uh, Lilith realize Lilith has her moment in the back of you know just 
how badly she's been treated by Satan. So it's yeah, yeah, it's yeah. That's why I'm always and again, I I know certain things and I can't talk about them. And I'm just like ah, head, head, head. <laughs> all of a sudden you're a lamb. No, like, ah. <laughs> oh, and um. <laughs> And like, uh, cause it's, it's good. Cause there's a bunch of different things going on. Like I love, um, Blackwood and Zelda planning a seating chart. Cause I'm like, <laughs> cause, okay. So did you have a seating chart for your wedding? I did. Um, and, uh, very long story short, somebody really fucked it up because they were supposed to bring their family of four. And we had to do a lot of arranging around that and they didn't show up. No oh. word of warning or anything. They just didn't show up. Oh. And it was one of those things where, um, <clears throat> listeners, if you've ever planned a wedding, um, if somebody does that shit to you, you know how much it costs to feed these assholes. <laughs> and the fact that he didn't even give us a gift or anything or apologize, anything like that, like, it it really made me want to send him an invoice. <laughs> like, so See, badly. I, I take it you guys had like a plated dinner then. Well, uh, we had a buffet. Okay, yeah, we had to play, uh, pay by the plates. Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, we we played we paid by the head count and everything, and mm-hmm. I think we got close to our head count. But we also didn't do seating arrangements. We just assumed that the people who hated each other would know not to sit next <laughs> to each other. And See, they did, and they did. They did exactly. That. In fact, one of them even left right after the ceremony. So I was like, oh, hey, we don't have to worry about that. So. <laughs> Yeah, I know. That's a really good idea because I know with our table, with that that guy who was bringing his family of four, we had two people just sitting there on their own. Oh, and like yeah, and we just felt like real assholes after that. So, um, but also, if you're doing a seating chart, you probably want to do something a little more permanent than rocks on a (laughs) a table. And they had to carve those, like, they weren't, like, just painted on. Those were, like, carved no. on names. I was like, dude, that's, that's freaking fancy. And I, I love the fact thinking- that Jackson was in the ashtray. Yes. <laughs> the one who tried to, um... <laughs> Shirley Jackson, yeah, who tried to, um, tried to, well... She she fucked with Zelda a lot. And Zelda, uh, with Hilda's help, got her, um... Uh, got her to almost kill herself actually yeah and uh and this time i love when hilda is like uh she is the maid of dishonor and she's helping take care of the shirley jackson situation oh yeah i want to get into that later because it's probably one of my favorite scenes in this whole entire thing but um brilliant i loved it oh yeah but it, can I just say, it is strange to see Zelda acting so meek. Like, just just these interactions. Yeah. It's like, eh, eh. <laughs> so. Well, and I think it also has a lot to do with the, um, with her tarot reading. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so she's already uncertain. But at, at the same time, you've got, like, her niece saying, don't do this. And, like, he's uh, Lilith. We should say Lilith uh, makes a a pretend ghost of uh, Daddy Spellman, and um, 
he appears to Sabrina and tells her that uh, that Blackwood uh, had him and his wife, her mom, uh, die or killed. In it wasn't an airplane that went down. Or, well, sorry, it was an was, airplane accident, but, but he caused the accident because at the time yeah. he was supposed to deliver his um, uh, manifesto. Yeah, manifesto to the anti pope, which. <laughs> Yeah, it's um, and it was very pro like human witch. I think I called it woke Edward at one point. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> woke Edward manifesto. Yes, and um, yeah, but anyways, um, because I'm kind of just I'm I've got I'm going through all these things and what's happening. But can I say that? Um, I do love like because uh, like during the time when Lilith is doing the uh you know, the glamour to pretend she's Edward. Um, she convinces Sabrina to find where the plane went down and go retrieve the, um, the manifesto that her father wrote. And she convinces Nick. (laughs) (laughs) I just wrote down going like, I know exactly what's going to happen. And God damn, does he do a lot of sacrifice? And because they were seeing outside of a bathtub and they had done a spell that like transports him to where the crash site is. And she's talking to Sage. She's like, don't worry. He said he can like hold his breath for like two minutes. I'm like, and, oh no, she says four, or four minutes. minutes. Yeah, I get what she so... tells. Like, no, no, Salem. He, I don't think he's going to be crushed under the pressure of the way the water. <laughs> he just pops up shirtless and wet. And at that moment, Hilda. I know <laughs> she's so shy. It's so sweet. She's like, oh. <laughs> I love it because at first, like the first beat, you could kind of tell she's like, oh hello. <laughs> <laughs> she's like you put on a shirt <laughs> well because she needs uh because you know uh, constance is ha- haunting zelda so mm-hmm. zelda needs uh hilda as her you know maid of dishonor which we should mention that hilda has been welcomed back into the church to represent yes and oh and it's it's also we forgot to mention this also prudence try to talk to zelda to convince um uh to try to convince uh, Blackwood to let Prudence take the Blackwood name and Zelda pushed for Hilda and he was like, yeah, sure. Um, and then she's like, what about Prudence? Like, and he's like, Marr, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck no. <laughs> yeah, and she, and it's so sad. It's again, I'm like, I'm reading the book right now and I'm like, oh my God, it just makes it worse. <laughs> so... Aww. Yeah, we'll we'll have to yeah, cover those. Yeah, I books. feel really bad for Prudence, but it, it seems like they're getting ready to pit her against Sabrina again. Yeah, yeah no comment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no comment. I mean, there's yeah, we'll talk about it later. But yes, anyways, Hilda needs Sabrina to help with uh, summoning Constance's ghosts. Um, to be ghost bait. Yeah, to be ghost bait, to pretend to be Zelda and talk to Constance as to, why are you haunting my sister? <laughs> <laughs> and of course, we find out the reason yeah. she's, ha- well, Constance tells, um, I, 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 I love how conversational Hilda is with Constance. She's like, oh, dear. Aren't yeah. you? Uh, it's so difficult being a ghost isn't it it's like, yeah, she's like aren't you aren't you just tired yes <laughs> i feel like if there were a light and dark uh witch thing like if this was like 
uh, in a world of like beautiful creatures, I think that she would definitely be a good witch. She'd be a, a witch of the light. Oh, yeah. Well, and um, and of course, Constance reveals that Shirley Jackson has been going to Constance's grave and whispering that um, mm. Zelda killed her and is taking her spot in her marriage bed and all this other stuff. So it's <laughs> and she's like, oh, and she loosened her soil. Yes. And uh, what was it? And Hill's like, ah, oh, oh, Shirley, Shirley. <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, then she tells uh, Zelda, she's like, oh, don't worry. And Hilda's like, I'll oh, don't worry, I'll take care of it. <laughs> it's like, ooh yeah. <laughs> Does she take care of it? Um, and in this, Sabrina, of course, is is not trusting daddy blackwood and because now she she thinks that her the ghost of her father was telling her that that diddy blackwood killed her or killed him and his wife her mom and she's trying to tell zelda like please don't marry him you can't marry him he's you know he's evil and um and and i love i love it when she tries to Tell her aunt Zelda that that she saw the ghost of her father, and her father said that that he he uh, that he killed him. And <laughs> Zelda's response is much like, "Oh, make sure you invite him to the wedding." Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, I mean, it, you know, this, Sabrina has come up with some bad um, some bad conclusions. At uh, yeah. So I understand Zelda's mistrust this whole entire thing. And of course, you know, obviously she doesn't like Blackwood. Um, I do like that when the anti-pope arrives, um, he kind of like brushes off Blackwood and he looks at Zelda and he's like, why? Hello. And I'm like, hey, <laughs> Zelda, he likes you. You could trade up. Trade yeah, up. Right? <laughs> I know he's definitely older than you, but it's okay. Um. He's older than her and a little bit lechy. Uh. <laughs> well, kind of. I mean, like, because I mean, it's uh, when um when they're going around and, uh you know, introducing some of the students. And of course, like Blackwood introduces Nick because Nick is the prize pupil and everything. And Sabrina's staying Top next boy. to Nick. And <laughs> uh, she, and she's just like, oh, who's this? Like, oh, this is Sabrina. But he's like, oh, Spellman, I knew your father. He, I was waiting. It's like he's not even lecherous. It's almost like he's looking at like. I, it's there. Okay, he has like a a look where he. I feel like he's forgotten that Edward is dead. <laughs> he's just so like, oh, he has the good. Yeah, like, like he's sun. He's, he's sundowning. <laughs> it looks like he's sundowning a little bit. But at the same time, uh, he actually looks like he's more caring about the fact that this is Edward Spellman's daughter, not another girl he could latch on to. <laughs> it's actually seems like yeah, he cared. But then he does say something like about her being a. Um, a good specimen of like a witch like, well yeah he says that i think before he finds out who she is i believe but yes but he says that about like all the girls oh it's yeah like oh you're a fine specimen of a witch well then and, and what is what happens when like prudence says like aren't you gonna do, introduce me father oh, oh yes. god he's like oh this is um Oh god, what was the word he used? Like Oh, one of the gutter orphans that the the academy fosters. Yeah. Oh god. It's, and it's like it's really weird cuz like you know it's like the um, uh Agatha and Dorcas are behind her kind of like just smiling like, "Oh, the anti-pope talked to us." And Prince is like, 
I'm what? (laughs) (laughs) And that's the thing. It's like Um, later on, it's like one little thing's like, no, prudence, prudence, no. Anyway. Well, and then one of the the uh, one of the proud warlock boys um, calls him a pervert. I think later on. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. When they're supposed to be and him and um, um, when two of them and Ambrose is supposed to be guarding them because Ambrose is trusted with a special job to excuse me. Pregnancy is hard. <laughs> um, <laughs> You're pregnant? Oh yeah, <laughs> I know. That's the food thing. <laughs> She knew. I just thought you were fat. <laughs> Jesus Christ. My pants are telling me I am right now, but yeah, it's a different issue. Oh, man. Anyways, oh, if you hear screaming, that's my husband and my child wrestling and tickling. So don't mind them. They're upstairs. I was just like, wow, that got really loud just now. Anyways, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> where were we? Oh, so, um,. Um, can we, let's, I want to get back to Lilith real quick because we've got a Lilith moment because, um, you know, Lilith is kind of keeping Adam, her, Miss Wardwell's fiance (laughs) at a distance. Um, oh, that's kind of sad all on its own. Oh, it, oh, trust me, it gets sadder. But yeah, he's, uh, like, she's trying to go like, oh, what's, you know, what's the point of marriage and everything? And, and he, and. Adam, instead of like, you know, because she's trying to like push him away and stuff, because um, because he's actually like he proposed to her again. And he said, let's just do it. I know that you wanted to get married before and I've been gone for so long. And but I I love you and I just want to be with you and I want to make it official. Let's yeah. just get married. I want to worship you and everything, which, of course, like, yes. is like <laughs> but she's like trying to push him away. And then he's like, look, whoever hurt you in the past, like, I will wait for you. And it's just like. And he's being so sweet. And he's like, uh, I don't know if it was from before we were together or while I was gone, mm-hmm. but I don't care. And I'm like, <laughs> but yeah, like I, I, I just want to wait for you. And like, I don't know who hurt you. And he's like making it like, so like, he's basically saying, even if you cheated on me while I'm gone, I don't care. <laughs> I know, and of course, Sage and Custom is like, get rid of him, and it's like, yes. Anyways, so one of the oh. one of the other things, because uh, we we kind of skipped over it, is uh, Hilda taking over or taking um, care of Shirley Jackson, which is goddamn. Oh, but you gotta say, you gotta mention the part about like where he's saying that, and and uh, Lilith is saying some like her response is something like. He hurt me so bad. Well, and that, that actually <laughs> sounded sincere. And I mean, it would be true. It, it <laughs> wrote down like Lil's first marriage in quotes was shit. Yes. And like she she just kind of breaks down and says like he hurt me so bad, Adam. And and she's talking about Satan, of course. And I'm like, oh, Philip. Satan tells her to kill him. But she's she actually comes up with like a. A protection for him. Yeah, a ring. So it's like, oh, yes, well, here's the ring I'm going to give you. Like, wear this all the time. (laughs) Never take it off. (laughs) I'm sure you know what's coming. (laughs) I mean, because she actually cares about him. She doesn't, like, at first she 
she wanted to kill the hell out of him. Well, yeah. It's like, she just is coming up behind him with like a shovel or something. <laughs> He's like starting with her like, knitting needles. Yeah, with her knitting needles. It's like, oh, okay, I'm just going to take her of this annoying thing. I'm like, oh, shit. And if you notice in this episode, the cross is still right side up. <laughs> and it's so weird in her house. <laughs> Well, you know, he's just so like, oh, man, I probably should fix this nail for her. (laughs) (laughs) Your cross was upside down. (laughs) Anyways, um, yeah, so I want to get back to uh, Shirley Jackson, Jackson, Hilda, because Hilda invites her over like for tea and um, biscuits or cookies. Yes. And, uh, you know, Shirley Jackson's just chowing away on the cookies and everything and um, you know, she's and Hilda's she's just like, nom, 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 nom. well, yeah. And when Hilda's just like, like, why are you doing this to my sister? And he, she's like, oh, just, like, don't you just hate her? I mean, all this, like, you know what? We should like kill her together. And she's like, she, <laughs> and Hilda has like, it, it's one of the moments where I, you know, because like, I, I again, I knew this going in that Hilda's a lot stronger than she lets on, and oh, yeah. she's a lot. I, I think she at time I think she is more powerful than Zelda because she has this um this you know actual caring personality, but she's also very conniving and clever. I mean, she did the ear she did the earworm thing and all this other stuff. Right. And um, Hilda's like, you know, people people got the wrong idea about me. They think you know I'm I'm just the meek, sensitive, you know, weaker sister. You know, always the bridesmaid, never the bride. And she's like, but. There's the thing. It's like, yeah, and of course she she kills me, and also, well, that's that's annoying. But which I just like, she brushes that off. <laughs> but she's like, I love my sister, and I will do anything for her and the family. And that's when Shirley Jackson's like, well, you know, I put a protection spell around me ever since you gave me that earworm, and she's like, oh yeah, no, that that's why I invited you over because you know, I I use the you know, almonds, because it hides the cyanide. <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's not even magic. It's just literal cyanide. <laughs> She's like, yes, she uses cyanide in the almond cookies yeah. <laughs> that she was chowing down on. I know, it's so perfect. I was like, wow. God damn, Hilda. <laughs> love you. <laughs> yeah. Gotta love her. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, took care of that problem. Oh, yeah. No, that was, it's t- and then like, she even goes with this, she's like, Shirley Jackson's not a problem anymore. All taken care of. She's like, oh, good. I expect nothing more from my, I expect nothing less from my maid of dishonor. (laughs) (laughs) That's so great. And um, so we find out also that um, that part of attending to uh, Zelda is that the night before the wedding, Mm. um, it's possible that Satan um, will visit the um, bride on her, um, the night before her wedding to, you know, uh, have her. <laughs> he has rights before the husband. Yes, and she, and it's so funny because it's like it's like it's a maybe, and even Zelda's like, well, I mean, it's a maybe. Like he may not show up, but we must prepare. And Hilda's like, of course. And it's really funny. It's, I love the conversation they're having because it's Zelda and Hilda in like the bedroom together, just like talking. And Zelda's like, oh, it's late. And Hilda's like, well, you know, it's you know, it's, it's a maybe, and it's it's you know, he does have other things to do. Like she is such the mom 
mom who would bring juice and cake even if the baseball team loses. <laughs> like, that is her job. She's just like, oh, I'm sorry. They beat you at, like, you know, 10 to 2. But you know she what? Gave it her all. I know. And, you know, I hear some cookies and juice, and we'll all feel better. And tomorrow's a brand new day. <laughs> it's like, <gasps> and of course, Satan then shows up, and he'll just like, I, um, I'll uh, just be. I'll, <laughs> the, the demeanor just changes. She's just like, I'll just be a uh, out. I'll, I, you know, the the you know, I I left your fifteen cakes in my oven. I'll I'll be gone now. <laughs> it's kind of hard to tell whether Zelda is like hoping that that Satan shows up, or if she's not, or if she's kind of. I think she's kind of mixed. She does seem mixed because. Um, when, you know, because she has her back to Satan, he puts his hand, like, on her shoulder. Um, it gets interrupted. She actually does look really scared. And I always yeah. wonder if, like, like what are they told will happen? <laughs> you know, because, I mean, she, because, yeah. I mean, she and, you know, Daddy Blackwood have been taking part in some, you know, what sounds like some pretty. I am so glad you're calling him Daddy Blackwood. Now. <laughs> God damn it. I hate how you've rubbed this off on me. me. so happy. You're not going to be happy at next episode when you see what he's done to Zelda. You're going to be all pissed. (laughs) You're going to be all like, fuck, fuck Blackwood. And not in the good way. He needs to die. He takes his shirt off, I mean. No, (laughs) no, no. It's not like that. (laughs) Anyways, so, yeah. What was I saying? God damn it. I'm sorry. Uh, when he the Satan comes in and puts his hand on her. Oh yeah, because like her, and, yeah, because her and Zelda, because him and Zelda have been. You know, looks like they're taking part in some pretty like hardcore like S and M stuff. So it's like, oh yeah, I I don't know what more Satan can do. <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> I don't want to know, and we never get to find out because it's interrupted by Dorcas. You know, screaming her head off. Um, because she's found the um, antipope slaughtered and Ambrose, along with the two other people guarding the antipope, um, frozen but holding knives over the antipope's body. And this is, yeah. we should probably mention that at this time, um, uh, just before this, Ambrose had snuck Sabrina in. I mean, snuck is a word because like Blackwood knew it so that Sabrina could deliver yeah. Edward's uh, manifesto to the antipope because Blackwood had just given his manifesto to the anti-pope. And of course his manifesto contradicts all of Edward's man because Blackwood wants all witches to basically, you know, yeah, to be subservient and yeah. So, so that was, that was happening. Lots of stuff we missed out on, but yeah. And, um, Blackwood and, uh, Satan leaves Blackwood, um, goes on a killing spree, kills the other two guys who aren't Ambrose. Um, and Ambrose is able to disappear and send himself someplace else. And so now the hunt is on for Ambrose. And, um, you know, Sabrina's just like, guys, this doesn't look right. Like, <laughs> and it's like, yeah, no shit. It's like, why would Ambrose do this? And it's just like, it's like, yes, that's a good point. Why would Ambrose do this? And before this, uh, Ambrose was like having a rural gurgly tumbly. Yeah. Uh, gurgly Mr. Tumness. And he's like, why do I all of a sudden want a cheese sandwich? And, and then, of course, he's also in the beginning of the episode, he notices that he's been missing Leviathan, the little mouse. That, the little mouse uh, familiar. Mouse familiar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that uh, Diddy Blackwood gave to him. Diddy Blackwood. <laughs> yeah 
And um, so the hunt is on. The proud warlocks are trying to hunt down Ambrose. And um, <laughs> Sabrina's trying to see this as like, oh, well, you know, he's dead. The, the wedding can't possibly happen. <laughs> Which, yeah. to be fair, a normal person would probably think that. <laughs> but Yeah, true. Now, and I... I just want to address Dorian real quick. Um, Dorian Gray, obviously. Um, he's such, man, because again, can't really talk about it because so much happens with Dorian. But, you know, it's he's such an interesting character because he seems to kind of be in the full-on pocket of the uh, Proud Warlocks. But then he helps hide Ambrose by Dorian yeah. hiding his own picture of him, you know, Aging, it's his hell. Dorian responds is like, it's, you know, my hell, basically. Um, and Ambrose glamoring himself to look like Dorian and scare off the uh, proud warlocks. So it's, yeah, yeah I, I, every so often, like, I go back and look at Dorian, I'm just like, man, like, again, I know the ending of all of these characters, but I'm just like, man, he's such a, he's such an interesting character on how everything works out. <laughs> So, yeah, like, at this point, it's like he like, cares about Ambrose more than he cares about his, like, buddy friendship with the other boys. Well, I think with the with the Proud Warlocks, I think that was more, like, because they were giving him money. Yeah, and Ambrose he actually seems to care about, so. Ambrose and Nick, for some reason. Yeah. Well, he likes pretty people. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And okay. to be fair, <laughs> Ambrose and Nick are pretty people, so. Very much so, yes. Yeah, and I think, I well, and he also seems to, um, you know, I think he liked Luke as well. And, of course, with Luke mm -hmm. being dead, um, I'm sure that, you know, Dorian is also, um, uh, bro not, well, broken is a not the right term for Dorian. <laughs> mm. By the way, every time I say Dorian, I'm just like, we just covered a different Dorian. I got yes. a something of that Dorian. <laughs> not, not the Dorian. About him too. Not the Dorian from Throne of Glass. <laughs> But, um, <laughs> it's a, oh, I forgot. We forgot to mention one other thing that was happening when, um, Dorcas was screaming, um, Prudence had gone into Blackwood's, uh, room and tried to oh, stab yes. Blackwood. <laughs> yes. And the Dorcas is screaming, woke him up and he just sees her Holding a, with a the knife. Over her <laughs> and he's like, uh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and then uh, Blackwood calls Prudence in, and uh, he's like, "Really, Prudence patricide? Now, now, I, I don't mean to. I'm not an attorney. I don't mean to play attorney, but you won't even acknowledge her as your own daughter. So, is it really patricide? Is it maybe just some chick who just really wants to stab you to death? I'm just. I mean, <laughs> I, again, I'm not an attorney. That would just be my argument." Listeners, you be the judge. Did I make a good <laughs> argument? <laughs> but then he does say, like, I, uh, what do you say? Like, oh, this is only some, uh, like, uh, the, the fact that you want this this badly and that you would do anything to get what you want, that's a very Blackwood thing to do. <laughs> Again, He's, it's like says it's okay. He's it's gonna give her the black such manipulation, name. though. Ugh. Oh yeah. 
Oh, uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, God. Well, you could tell she's scared shitless because she's like, oh, fuck. Like, my my plan has been thwarted. He's going to kill the shit out of me. <laughs> but no, he gives her he gives her the name. The Blackwood name. Yeah, but it's again, it's ugh. And of course, like, you know, she gets to stand at the wedding as, you know, as, um you know, his family. Kind of like the... Uh, groomsman, kind of like the uh, best man. Yeah, I wonder if it was supposed to be like Ambrose, and of course, you know the whole. Oh, that's a good. That's a good question. Yeah, you know some. Yeah, and of course the the wedding is going on as planned, and it's it's a wedding slash funeral, you know, so everybody is crying and having a good time all at the same time. So funeral for the antipope, wedding for Zelda and Blackwood, because taste doesn't matter <laughs> clearly in the church at night. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. It's a uh, <laughs> oh, and oh, uh, we should God. probably still mention that um, uh, when Ambrose and Dorian are talking at the bar, uh, mm-hmm. Ambrose begins to get sick and throws up a dead leviathan. <laughs> and yes. the mouse, obviously not not an actual leviathan of a creature. <laughs> <laughs> so probably specify. <laughs> Like, yeah, and so they f- they figured out, like, oh, shit, Blackwood must have u- have used uh, Leviathan to be, like, to use him like a puppet and to kill the Antipope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Ambrose is now on a uh, vengeance cycle, which, to be fair, understand, understand completely. But, okay, um, but the end just kind of disappoints me completely because it just doesn't seem right, and it just seems really dumb yeah it's he's it's like it's the perfect example of blinded by rage you know he just didn't think the plan through because his whole entire idea was um you know well zelda and blackwood are standing there getting you know um and and black was performing his own wedding (laughs) and the funeral (laughs) so while they're wrapping um the flesh of a mortal around their arms (laughs) Mm-hmm. And Prudence is looking gorgeous as always. <laughs> so yes, um, Ambrose just pops out of nowhere and tries to stab Blackwood, and Prudence yeah, freezes him. You've got to say, like before this, like Sabrina still wants to to stop the wedding because she truly believes that that Blackwood killed had his uh, her mom and dad killed, and so she and uh, Nick glamour themselves to look like the ghost of her parents and the dead drowned ghosts (laughs) yeah yes this was such a cringy scene this was such a cringy scene totally yeah i stopped the wedding to say like oh you killed us and uh because i had a manifesto and blah 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 and i I cringed so much i kept waiting for like the plan B to show up where like <laughs> they were expecting to be caught. And, and then, and then fucking Ambrose shows up, up out of and, nowhere. <laughs> and tries yeah, to stab and he him. said something like, I, I, you're, what's that? Like death to the, the, I don't know what it, what it was, but it was a very like, um, six simper tyrannous type of thing. Yeah. And, I was thinking, okay, where's the catch? Where where's the part where they're like, oh yeah, we were expecting to be thwarted with this plan. That's why we did this. No. And then the Spanish Inquisition no. shows up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
none of this it it doesn't pay off. They just had a really stupid fucking plan. They they all do have a really stupid fucking plan. <laughs> yeah, no, like if Ambrose was just like I I can I can I can um I can get, I get past that. Ambrose, like, and his, you know, like, blinded by vengeance because obviously, you know, he's yeah, he, cause he, because he's been manipulated like, this whole entire time, and he realizes he's it. been manipulated. He thinks that he he killed Lucas, uh-huh. and because uh, Dorian says something like about how the the boys who get close to Blackwood have a a way of showing up dead. Yeah, exactly. And so he, he thinks like he's responsible for Lucas's death. So I get that. I get that. He's heartbroken. He, he wants him to pay. I totally get that. But for, for, uh, Sabrina and for Nick, for Nick to be like, yes, this sounds like a good plan, Sabrina. Yeah. They try to do the ham, <laughs> the Hamlet thing, but at the same time, it's yes. like, yeah, it, it didn't work out for Hamlet. And you even know it didn't work out for Hamlet. Cause you exactly. read the goddamn play. <laughs> He doesn't admit it. I seriously, like, when by the end of the episode, I was like, wait, wait, there wasn't another part to the plan? Nope. (laughs) What? Nope, this is what what happens when you have children trying to play on these things. (laughs) I guess so. Oh, God. Yeah, because Blackwood sees right through them, and it's like, Of course he does, yes. (laughs) And it's like, it's besides all this shit, it's like, okay, yeah, Nick is very powerful, but um, to assume him to be more powerful than the... Uh, than Blackwood than the, or... Yeah, for the the headmaster of the school, basically, and the the grand priest or whatever of the, 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 the Church of Night, I mean, that's just dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah. And it's, you know, and, and it Zelda just didn't make any sense. And Zelda smooths it all. I mean, she, you know, because um, when they get Ambrose, they take him to the, um, um, oh, God, my brain just went blank on, but it's the hole that um, the Weird Sisters shove Sabrina into. Um, oh, when she first started going to the. Yeah, the witch's um, prison and everything. Academy. Yeah. Yeah, and um, Zelda smooths over things with Blackwood, and Nick and Sabrina are expelled. You know, of course. And um, I feel so bad for Nick. Because, thank you. Like, he's doing so much for Sabrina, and you have no like, idea how much sacrifice that. he's about to do. <laughs> There's so much oh, sacrifice. God, no. I don't even want to. Like, I can't talk about. It, but I'm just like, yeah, yeah. It's it's just gonna. And he's already killed his his beloved familiar mm-hmm. the only family he's known. like his family yes mm-hmm. yes and i'm just like god damn it sabrina like a little appreciation would <laughs> go a long way here and you never see her being like hey nick you know you're a really good guy <laughs> you know, like, what do I you really need nick you. what can i do for yes. you <laughs> exactly it's always like why are you always flirting with all the other witches and warlocks? Ah! Uh, and why didn't you kill your familiar? Ah! Uh. It's like, God damn it, Sabrina! Like, Nick, Nick deserves—I I hate to say it—because she's like the heroine of the series and all, but he deserves better. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Again, I, I know stuff about Nick, so I'm just like, and I just gotta sit here silence. <laughs> so. No. Yeah, and it's and speaking of the wedding, it's the mm-hmm. vows. You know, there he's because Blackwood has obviously Ooh. started his own Oof. manifesto, and part of the vows include obey and submit. And again, I'd like to yeah. uh, like to bring up the whole entire idea of like, oh. You know, the the Church of Satan is like, you know, not as controlling as the false god church and everything. Like, you know, yeah. some people have actually removed obey and submit from their vows in the Christian church. So, but still, <laughs> <laughs> how I mean, yeah, is this Satanism different? is not about, <laughs> it's not about restrictions like that. I mean, that's, it's very, it's kind of the antithesis to the Church of Satan, really, but. Yeah, whatever. Or the, yeah, the Christian church. And it's and to be fair, I mean, it, it, it's it. You know, I I you know I talk about this, but I mean, it's more of a commentary on what happens when you know certain people want to use their religion to mold it into how mm-hmm. they want to see society, and that's what Blackwood's doing. He's basically all the other yeah. you know people out there who are trying to. Um, mold the Bible right now to fit what they would like to see in society. Yes. And they'll take all these different points, but ignore the contradictory points. Or even, you know, as a lot of people like to point out, um, Jesus would have been a liberal <laughs> if you guys actually read the book. Well, yeah, exactly. And, you know, I just, we just watched the, um, the special that Judd Apatow created about uh, George Carlin, and they're saying the same thing. It's like both parties and, um, you know, people tend to pick and choose like the quotes and the jokes of, of George Carlin to make it fit their, their narrative, their narrative. Yeah. yeah. I've seen Kelly, it's the same kind of, I've crap. seen Kelly Carlin actually online a couple times, uh, call oh. out, um, people who tried to do that, who tried to use her father's, yeah. um, you know, uh, commentary or jokes or whatever to spin their knees. She's like, my father would have fucking hate. I mean, she didn't say that exactly, <laughs> but the gist is, <laughs> I don't want to put words in her mouth, but the gist is basically, she's saying like, you don't understand my dad. Like basically like, fuck I really off. liked it because like she told Judd Apatow that like, she was totally behind this as long as he didn't, cause they're all progressive, but she said like, it's very important that we don't make this political. Yeah. And I really, I really liked it. I, I really enjoyed the hell out of it. But it's, it's the same thing. Yeah. I mean, people can you pick and choose anything for, to support their argument. Yeah. And especially when they take one snippet of, say, a joke and take it mm-hmm. out of context, you know, because there was probably a buildup to how that got there. I mean, some of my favorite comedians is like, I could probably take one joke of theirs and take it out of context. But it's like, well, earlier he's talking about weird ironies. It's like, yeah, no, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah, welcome to how that works. And yeah, it's, and that's, that's mm-hmm. what Blackwood's doing right now with um, whatever, because no, not none of them are talking to Satan directly. The only person who seems to be talking to Satan directly no. is Lilith. So, yeah, everybody else is like, "Well, we think this is what he wants," and it's like, huh, "Okay." Well, and for a while, Zelda gets the opportunity to. <laughs> yeah, until Dorcas screams her head off, which for good reason she did witness a murder. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it's always Dorcas. Yeah. She always gets. She gets to have the best it's dramatic. Always. Dorcas. Because I have the best dramatic parts. I just noticed that. You know, it's really weird because in the uh, beginning credits, the opening credits, they they show um, the actress's name for Agatha and for um, 
they show Tata Ga- uh, Tati Gabrielle's, but they don't show Dorcas. Yeah, she's always guest starring. I've always been curious about that. And yeah, because you don't get either of. Well, I mean, you might get um, like Prudence, but you don't get Agatha without Dorcas. Yeah, it's um. I, I've, I have, I've had some theories about this since the show wrapped up and I always wondered if, um, especially what happens later, if Agatha was always meant to be bigger than Dorcas and that's why she got some top oh. billing. But at the same time, it ended abruptly in my mind, a rushed ending, not, yeah, so it's, I, I huh. never got to see that play out. Um, so that's just. I would love to ask one of the creators like what, what the deal was there. Oh, why it was canceled? Well, no. I, mean, oh, I was going to say the Netflix slaughterhouse is Agatha. why it was canceled. <laughs> it was a slaughterhouse. Um, but I, I will say that I was satisfied with the end of Will and Grace, but that's a different episode. <laughs> <laughs> We're not the Will and Grace podcast. I'm sure that exists already. Oh, I'm sorry. I meant Grace and Frankie. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know why I said Will and Grace. I, mm, I'm tired. But uh, anyway, Zelda, it, it's... It's sad because Zelda is just this powerful woman who takes what she wants and doesn't take shit from anybody. And in fact, she doesn't love Diddy Blackwood, but she's been working on this so she could move up and and get power. But now she's finding out pretty quickly uh, after the wedding that, uh, she's supposed to be subservient. Yeah. He even says like, you know, the wife is supposed to walk behind, um, her husband yeah. and yeah. And even Hill, like Hilda and Sabrina are looking off from a distance and even Hilda looks like she's about to cry. So it's like, Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> and if Hilda's about to cry, I'm about to cry. So <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, uh, Sabrina's like, well, at least it stopped the wedding. And, uh, and Zelda's like, you think that stopped it? We just got married in his office. <laughs> <laughs> so it didn't do shit. And they're walking out of the um, the academy. They're about to head out on their honeymoon. And she's looking very proud and happy, pleased, uh, because she got what she wanted. And then then she's she's by his side. And then he says, Zelda, you forget yourself. A dutiful wife is supposed to walk behind her husband. And it's like, ugh. Yep. Well, and I said, welcome to why I hate Blackwood and why I've had this hatred towards Blackwood ever since the show started. And you're going to slowly figure out why. I mean, just because I hate him doesn't mean I don't want to see more shirtless episodes. No, no. He's <laughs> like- he's going to he's going to break. You're going to look at him in a different light going like, ugh. Uh, there's a level at which you just uh, can't be attracted anymore. Bastard. <laughs> was it? I think, uh, I think somebody once said there is a certain amount of assholery right, where you just are no longer hot. <laughs> <laughs> I just said, sorry, Carlo. And he turned around and gave me a thumbs up. <laughs> so I'm okay, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's what I have to say about the episode. This is probably one of my favorites, but yeah, it just, it just is so sad at the end. (laughs) It it had a lot going on. Mm -hmm. I'll say that. I mean, to go from the tarot episode to to like, of like nothing, a whole lot of nothing. And to this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's quite a jump, but, uh, 
we should be letting the, the listeners go. But before we do, I want to share, I, I looked up the director, Alex Pillai. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. It's Alex P-I-L-L-A-I. He is, um, he's pretty awesome. Uh, he went to college with the uh, National Film and Television School. And uh, he's won a couple awards, including the, uh, is it FIPA? FIPA uh, Dargent and the Screen Nation Award. Uh, he uh, was living in London at this time, and he directed a bunch of uh, WB, uh, or excuse me, CW uh, shows, well, episodes of CW shows, uh, including uh, he went on to uh, do two episodes of Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, which we'll cover later. Uh, and as well as Katie Keene, Riverdale, and Valor. Yeah, I don't uh, know what Valor is. I like I, I, I still like, I think Katie Keene had a lot of potential, but yeah, they canceled that too early. And listeners, if you if you want to check out Katie Keene, like uh, I I do, I'm curious. It's on HBO Max. If you it's if streaming on there, if you have uh, a subscription. But uh, he also directed a couple episodes of Bridgerton too. Um, I, I, I enjoyed Bridgerton, although the uh, second season wasn't as, um, let's say, no, I'll just be blunt and say sexy and sex filled. Um, <laughs> it's not as sexy as uh, this first season, but it's OK. It's good. I have I have no basis of comparison here. I haven't watched either. Oh, you should. You should check it out. But um, it also, the second season has an actress from uh, a British show I love called uh, Citizen Con. And uh, one of my cats was partially named after him. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, after the main character from that show. But uh, it has the, the mother character from that show. So I'm happy. But uh, anyway, yeah. So uh, we're going to see him a couple. Uh, well, his... Um, his uh, episodes that he's directed a couple times more uh, from here, but uh, either way, uh, good stuff. Oh, and he, he, uh, he directed uh, something called the best man, which um, says that it stars Keely Hawes and Aaron Taylor Johnson. But uh, I looked it up and I saw like the cover art. I was like, that's daddy Blackwood. Um, <laughs> it might be somebody who looks like Daddy Blackwood to you, but it may no, be. No, like... I, I looked it up on IMDb, so it it does kind of make me wonder if maybe I don't know. There could be two the best mans, best men's. I don't know. Anyway, um, <laughs> but but it, it it is very much uh uh Daddy Blackwood. So um, I don't know. I'll have to look that up. But it was a little you know coincidental, I guess. Yeah, I'm, I I reserve to just wait and see what IMDb says. That's all. I think maybe oh, you're just you, I think you just want to see Blackwood. Maybe I mean that's possible. <laughs> but he did also direct two episodes of Being Human, the original oh, UK yes. version. I love that. Series. If you guys haven't seen it, check it out. Check that out and check out the American version. That's good too. Um, but yeah, that was so fucking good. Um, the last season was a little like wait what is going on um <laughs> because everybody had left by that point are we talking about the british <laughs> or the american version british okay yeah well 
Yeah, it's yeah. But they tied it all together in the end. So Yeah. It's it's it, yeah, yeah. But it's it's still good. Yeah, I I just checked it out to uh be sure it is very much uh Daddy Blackwood. It's Richard Coyle. Okay. So <laughs> this isn't his first time working with him. But yay. I know. Love me some Richard Coyle. <laughs> I, I I will never think of him except for uh, as his character in the coupling. I know, I know. That's <laughs> that, that's where your attraction is coming from. But I'm just I'm just telling you, it's no, it's no. He's always gonna be Jeff. It's it's gonna whatever. <laughs> it's gonna be so much. It's gonna get worse. You're not gonna be able to look at him the same way. <laughs> oh, he plays it well, but no, mm. no, yeah, no. Like I said, there's a certain degree of asshole where you just stop becoming hot. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess now's the time. I say, please listen, subscribe, rate, and review Bedknobs and Broom Flicks on Apple Podcasts because uh, it helps us immensely. It helps other people find us. And uh, remember, you can find Bedknobs and Broom Flicks on, um, okay, well, mostly on Twitter, although I've been pretty bad about that. I still, I, I got to get my shit in, in uh, gear here. But uh, you can find us at at Broomflix and write to us at broomflix at gmail.com. That's B-R-O-O-M-F-L-I-C-K-S. Also uh, check out our website at bedknobsandbroomflix.com or uh, I know it's got a lot of funky spelling. So you could always look up my old episode or my old show, Cage's Kiss, uh, C-A-G-E-S-K-I-S-S.com. Uh, and that will take you to the, um, to the landing page where you can get to bedknobsandbroomflix.com. But uh, last but not least, if you'd like to help us uh, help support us and a local bookstore while purchasing a book or a movie, please purchase through our affiliate page at bookshop.org forward slash shop forward slash broomflix. Until then, I guess you can find me eating a cheese sandwich. I guess we know what you ordered for dinner. (laughs) And you can find me dipping my child upside down from the ankle and hoping to give him godlike powers. (laughs) You got to get the ankle, though, too. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what it's going to do to me. (laughs) Her son, Achilles. (laughs) Oh, I'd love to thank. Doug Walters and Redwire Blackwire. I cannot talk. Black Redwire Blackwire. Linda tired. Linda very tired. Linda tired. We'd like to thank Linda Doug Walters and Redwire Blackwire for allowing us to use their song Compass as the intro and outro of our show. Thank you, Jane. You're welcome. <laughs> I am going to take it over as all hosting duties. <laughs> no, anyway, so. Linda forgot how to talk. Linda's thinking of the cheese sandwich. <laughs> I am. <laughs> but uh, next episode, we're actually going to change it up a little bit. Instead of covering another episode of Sabrina, we're going to, um, I, I I think I mentioned this last time, that we're going to go and look at one of the campiest um, miniseries on the face of you the earth. You were leaving it as a surprise. Yeah. Oh, well. You didn't, say, you didn't say the name. I didn't say the name, but I'm looking forward to this. I remember watching this um, in college um, when they put it out on DVD, and I'm so... <laughs> That's when I watched it too. I know. When I was in college. It's like, and I don't, I think when we were talking about it, you didn't remember the whole plot. I was like, oh, oh, I I don't remember much of it at all. I remember like, I I found out that 
the Hauer, Rudger Hauer is in it. And I was like, what? Oh, you're just, <laughs> there's going to be some, you know, you thought the Jacques thing in Sabrina was cringy. Oh, oh, oh you're no. going it, to, it's, you're going to cringe. <laughs> I mean, it's, I feel like they had a good concept when they were making this miniseries, but at the same time, it's like, oh, guys, guys. <laughs> 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 rewrite just a couple things rewrite on your thought process on this <laughs> shall we let them know sure we're gonna cover the 10th kingdom the miniseries 10th kingdom we're gonna go through the entire thing uh i believe it's five hour and a half long episodes on amazon prime i believe with commercials and i think or you, you found it on hoopla yeah you found you hoopla it. so mm-hmm. Yeah, and if any of you guys watched it, you know, and maybe watched a handful of times like I did, you're gonna, you you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Linda's gonna be surprised. I'm just, I just know it's gonna come up. <laughs> oh yeah, and um, it, as the wolf, it has Scott Cohen, who was um, Max Medina in Gilmore Girls. So I was gonna say, I remember I, him I, talking about like petting him the right way. <laughs> Yeah, that's a scene. That's a scene. That's a scene. That's a scene. <laughs> oh, and it's got Ed O'Neill, so I, I remember that. Yes. Yeah, that's that. He's part of it. There's a lot more. <laughs> I don't know if you blocked it from your mind, but yes, we'll cover it more. Like I said, I, I actually like the miniseries. I just, I'm looking back like, ooh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll be like, that's why I forgot. And that's why you <laughs> it was <forgot>. a choice. <laughs> like Jane, why? <laughs> anyway, so yep, Tenth Kingdom. If you want to watch and remember, <laughs> <laughs> watch and remember in horror with us. Oh. So uh, until then, what's that got to do with my knob? Jacques the knob. <laughs> the anti knob. <laughs> Starring Ray Wise as the anti-novel. Oh, <laughs>